welcome to the Loyal Locals podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Dyer. Uh, after a great week of local soccer, we're here to bring you the latest in supporter activities. You know, the Loyal are on this uh, road trip, and uh, that means we are going to be out there uh, getting together, uh, watch parties, and all of that information is coming up. Uh, so don't go anywhere. Uh, before we get into it, I want to bring in our uh, producer, John Cross. John, how are you tonight? I'm doing well. How are you? Are, are you doing Thank well? You. Are you sure? Because I didn't well, hear the intro music. And... Yeah. I don't know what happened there with our intro music. Like last week, we were marking you down. I think we need to start marking me down this okay. week. So that's, yeah, I'm marking it's my first. out of the way for the audience who might be confused about how this show started. <laughs> Um, we're just going to be transparent because transparency is the best policy. So, yes, uh, there was no song at the intro here. Uh, we're going to own it, and um, you're not imagining things. It happens. But other than that, John, what's up? Uh, everything's pretty good. I'm excited about a three-day weekend coming up. Oh, man. That's right. I better figure out if I have to work or not. Um, and uh, before we uh, before we find out my uh, my work schedule, which everyone is uh, waiting to hear, I'm sure I do. Uh, we do have a guest. It is Kevin Joseph. Kevin, how are you, sir? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? Uh, oh, I'm doing great. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but um, the biggest news uh, in local soccer this week uh, happened, and we were right in the thick of it. Um, the San Diego Loyal won a match. Uh, on the road in Miami, uh, a great match. I mean, maybe not so great in some aspects, but let me tell you, the three points that you get from a an ugly win uh, count just as much as the three points you get from a pretty win. So, uh, I'm I'm looking for I'm looking for dubs right now. I'm looking for wins, and this was a win, and that's that's what I'm going to be writing on. Dubs are good. Yeah, it was. And they've only got one column for them in the standings. That's true. Yeah, it was uh, a bit of a relief, I think, for everyone, because we have a tough road stretch that we're just getting started on, and we've got tough opponents coming up, so we need to take all the points we can on the road. So really was um, a thrilling comeback win in our um, packed Ale Smith. I was at Ale Smith. Andrew, you were there too, right? I was. I was there. Uh, actually, I was kind of there all day, so... <laughs> it was fun hi kevin how about you where did you watch the game i did not i actually had some other stuff going on i had to go up to the exciting land behind the orange curtain for the afternoon so uh i only had to watch the highlights at later what well, was uh it was quite packed there i actually well i don't know we'll, we'll get into the game a little bit but when we get to the the final goal, I do have Jason's video that he shared, if you haven't seen it, on social media through Ale Smith. So we'll pull that up when we get to that part of it. I, I do want to shout out to Dylan and Jerry in the chat already. Uh, that's right, Dylan. The song did not play. We're not going to belabor uh, the the fact. We all know that uh, we're off to a disastrous start this week. Um, <laughs> we're all falling on our faces. Um, it's been embarrassing for everyone, but we're not going to dwell on it. Um, so, uh, I, I have to, uh, acknowledge your, your comment and, but we are going to have to move on. Um, was there anything, uh, else happening this week in, in local soccer that we should acknowledge, uh, in some way, shape or form on, 
on the podcast. So I know uh, the San Diego Wave won an away game. Uh, they won an away won game, in, yeah. Yep, in Houston, I believe, three deal. Now I'm going to verify that. Yeah, good, good road victory. Um, let me see. Soccer's are in their off season. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think. Was there anything else that happened uh, in the soccer scene? Is it's been a quiet week, I guess. Yeah, it seems like not much has been happening. Okay, pretty, pretty quiet. All right, so moving on. Um, so the San Diego <laughs> Loyal were in Miami um, playing a team called Miami FC, which might be confusing. And and I know that it was confusing for a, another local soccer podcast that I listened to today um, because there is a second team in Miami. They play in this other league, um, and that team's name is Inter-Miami, uh, similar to Inter-Milan, but not. Uh, and... That team is in the other league, but Miami FC, not to be confused with the other league's habit of naming all of its teams City FC, <laughs> Miami FC plays in USL, um, and, and, and I guess they're still in uh, COVID lockdowns there because I'm confused. I thought Governor DeSantis had opened up the state in 2020, and it was the Freedom State, but uh, wow. We are back to uh, breaking breaking news. Uh, we are back to COVID protocols in uh, the in Miami or wherever Miami FC plays. If you saw their stadium, uh, there were no fans. So um, I'm pouring one out for Miami FC back in protocols, playing in front of uh, an empty stadium. Uh, what a what a what a shame! What a what a what a difference in environment um, from what we're used to. That that was. Crazy. Yeah, it was. I have not, I mean, other than loosely following Miami FC, because traditionally they have been a good team in the USL. And I've seen some Open Cup runs that they've had, and they had decent crowds for their Open Cup matches. But I was, I was quite shocked. Exactly what you said. It looked like we were back in COVID protocols on that match. There were very, very few people in that stadium. So I have not checked this. Uh, we are a fan media podcast. We don't do fact checking. Um, but I did hear <laughs> on another podcast um, that I will shout them out two balls at a mic. Uh, I think Tony threw this out that the official attendance was over 1,000. Um, so wow. they did have, uh, I think maybe they were just sitting under the camera. Uh, maybe they put their camera on the home supporter side and they just uh, don't show up because the ends were barren and the opposite mid line area was barren. Uh, it was a strange sight on TV. Was there something else uh, going on in, in Miami that maybe uh, would explain why support for their USL team that's been there longer um, might have diminished? Is, is there something else going on in Miami? I mean, honestly, I'm not sure that team's ever drawn fans to begin with, even before Inter Miami was a thing. Oh, hold on. And yeah, also, Inter Miami plays like okay, 30. Hold on. I'm going to stop you right there. So. I'm going to have to stop you right there. I'm John, do you know is there something else going on in Miami? <laughs> I, I actually don't. I'm waiting for you to reveal it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Big reveal. Uh, there's an MLS team in Miami that was playing at the same time. Uh, and, um, I don't know how that impacts uh, attendance 
at their USL side. But uh, wow, it's almost like when MLS comes into a city that has an established USL team, um, it really uh, negatively affects that USL team it, by all appearances in in the match. Uh, is this is this concerning anybody, or we're all we're all still pretty uh, pretty jacked to finally be acknowledged by uh, the the major leagues of soccer? See, I just wanted to make fun of Miami FC and Ricardo Silva because I go back to them being in the NASL before that imploded. And he was a pretty good contributing factor to the NASL exploding. Um, yeah, they've never drawn fans. All right. Well, listen, <laughs> listen. You guys, this is a, this is a fan media podcast. Uh, we are, we're not big on fact-checking. Um, I don't know... I don't know. Uh, I'd have to see the number. I have to crunch the numbers, check the database, the historical record of uh, USL attendance at that stadium. I don't know what it is, um, but I think that it uh, it, it kind of uh, brings home the the notion, the point that uh, hey, whenever you uh, bring MLS into a USL uh, market, uh, there are repercussions there are there are effects uh and i think we have to be aware of that and uh know that you know whether miami fc uh you know drew before or, or did not draw uh you know this is you know the worst case scenario of you know uh mls coming into a to a, a market that has an established uh, beloved USL team. Um, but we don't have to, you know, labor. We don't have to hammer on that um, like I, I might have been because uh, I, I am getting fact-checked by Jason who wants to talk about Grant Stoneman's Galazzo. Uh, Kevin, do you, did you see this? Um, I'm trying to remember. I, I only got to watch the highlights. Was that the, uh, the own goal? This was a this was more of a low light, I think. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was an impressive own goal. Each team was in a giving mood, it seemed. Yeah, one of two Thanks. own goals in the game. Uh, once again, USL. Let me tell you, this league man is so fun. It really delivers uh, on so many levels. Um, you get like moments of like brilliance and, and excitement, and then you get like you know uh, own goals that chip in uh i only saw it in at the moment i did not rewatch the uh grant stoneman's own goal but um i did feel bad for him because um i do like grant stoneman and usually when he's allowing goals it's you know because he didn't make a move on the ball not because he's chipped it in himself so uh really unfortunate uh i think that was miami's opening goal hey let yeah, us never... it was and oh. It was, and we traded the the own goals in there as well, back and forth. Uh, but it was a great comeback for us overall. I'm, I'm going to let Kevin get in here because I know he was starting to say something. And then I was just going to quip about When we get to not, that last uh, goal, I want to I wanna show Jason's video there from Ale Smith. Oh, yeah. I, let us not discount the absolutely amazing career that own goal has had over the years. <laughs> Our, our season just in general, yeah. All right, are we ready to get to the game winner? For sure. Yeah, let's do it. All right, well, if 
you know, nice to see L.A. Collier get on the score sheet finally. Um, he's had some assists and really came on strong in the beginning of the season, kind of coming off the bench and, and making things happen. It being a good sub, and then seems like we had a little bit of a lull, and then he, he pulled out a game winner for us here on Saturday. And for those who might not have been at Alesmith, it was, I mean, what would you say, Andrew? It was, it was pretty packed there at I mean, Alesmith. We had I'm, a whole upper I'm really section. bad at estimating crowd sizes. Um, I think uh, if you told me there were 100 people there, that might be a low estimate. It, it I, I feel like it was yeah, more I, I than I think 100. that's low. Um, I, I don't know how many, but there there were a lot. So here's here's a little uh, of the celebration and for how many people are there. I don't know if the audio is going to come through the way. I that is not really Nick Moon. I just want to say Nick Moon was at the game. Uh, so <laughs> getting this video, uh, Nick is back on the field. Uh, he, he's back. I know he was injured, but uh, I, I think actually uh, he had the assist on the school. So, um, all right, here, here we go. Yeah, what a what a what a, a way to uh, wrap that game up, and I think uh, it was something that we all really needed, <laughs> and it was it was great to see it. It was. There's quite a, quite a bit of celebration. Uh, it was good to see our owner there, Andrew Faciliatis, was was mm -hmm. there hanging out with us, and uh, we had some old friends. Jerry Jimenez, one of the original founders of the locals, was out there. He was, I don't know if you caught him in the video there, but he was there. Um, we, had, we had quite a few people there. It was fun to enjoy a match, as always, with a big group at a watch party like that. It's, it's one of the more enjoyable things that we do to go do some of these watch parties and get people out there for the games we can't attend to when they are 3,000 miles away. Right, and that, that kind of uh, is a great segue into like uh, what's coming because we're in the midst of this a back and forth road trip where they're going to fly from Miami uh, back to California. They have a match in Oakland, uh, a cursed, a cursed team uh, that for some reason always has our number. Uh, they then fly to San Antonio, which I was looking at flights and let me, let me just say it is a real pain in the ass to get to San Antonio from San Diego uh, pre COVID. Cause I, you know, I go to San Antonio all the time. Pre-COVID, tons of direct flights. Now it's like one a day on Southwest. If you, and it has to be Southwest. Any other airline, uh, you're going to be uh, flying uh, to Salt Lake City and then to San Antonio, or Dallas and then San Antonio, or Phoenix and then uh, Delta had flights to Atlanta and then connecting back to San Antonio. Really irritating uh, because I was going to, uh, I was thinking very. Uh, seriously about going to that San Antonio match, but wow, getting there is a real pain. So, um, and then I think we are back home to play San Antonio again. Do I have the schedule correct? Yeah, we, we, 
it's not quite back to back, but we'll be playing San Antonio away, and then I think it's Sacramento, and then we we host San Antonio. So we we okay. get them two out of three weeks, right? And that's after back and forth thing because the Sacramento is 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 that home or away? The Sacramento oh. one's home. Okay, so a revenge game uh, against the uh, the Republic of Sacramento uh, potentially. Um, so what's going on on Saturday for this Oakland game? I know we have some people making the trek up to the bay. But we, for those we of us, do. Go ahead. But before we get there, I want to squeeze in a few announcements here before we start talking about the Oakland match because before we leave our our last one we had uh, against Miami, we were doing a uh, kind of a collaboration that the Sirens had started um, a they were getting donations. Sorry, I'm looking at my notes here for border kindness. And we kind of piggybacked along that. And we had a bunch of people bring donations along over to Alesmith, the watch party. And we loaded up, I believe that's Jason's van there, and piled a bunch of stuff in the back so that we could also send that out to border kindness. And this is something we are hopefully going to try to do a little bit more of is work with our fellow SGs around the county so that we can do things and make a positive impact for our community, all of San Diego, and our soccer community as well. So look for some more of these collaborations coming up. And in fact, I'm going to mention another one here in just a couple minutes. So, um, sorry, I'm losing my place here. Okay, and then for some quick events to get out, we are coming up to Pride Razor. June's coming up. We have done this for the last few years. I want to give a huge shout out to Espen, who once again has organized and arranged our Pride Razor event that we're doing. If you've never done it before, what we do is we pledge a certain dollar amount for every goal that the Loyal scores in the month of June. And I forget how much money we raised in total last year. Someone in the chat may help me out. Um, but we're, we're also trying to do a bigger collaboration across SGs. So the locals, Chavos, Rainbow Loyal, the Fiends, we're all working together along with the Loyals. So depending what the Loyal score in the month of June, we will make pledges for that and then donate that money at the end of the month. The Sirens are also doing their own with the Wave, but all of our money is getting pooled together for the North County Resource Center for the LGBTQ plus residents. So we're trying to, again, help out or get all of our supporter groups working together so maybe we can have a bigger impact um, for certain groups rather than each of us doing our own thing. So... Again, huge shout out to Espen for helping organize that. And the campaign I hear is supposed to go live on Thursday. So look out in the socials and uh, Discord as well for the links and what you can do to get signed up and pledge pledge whatever you're going to do for Pride Razor this, this time around. So Andrew, Kevin, do you guys usually participate in the in the Pride Razor? I've done it. Putting you on the spot. I don't know if I did it <laughs> last year. I know I did it the year before, but I don't know. If, I, I want to say yes, but I may have not done it last year. I can't remember. 
I'm pretty sure I did it last year, and I also did uh, the, uh, I think, Dark Clouds from Minnesota United, their version as well, since I go back with them. Yeah, I, I usually... Former UFL team, interesting. You know, I was thinking, yeah. you know, about They're this whole... What? They're, they weren't? They were NASL, but then when that oh. fell apart, it's when they went up. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> once again, being fact-checking real time... Um, I want to. I do want to say about Pride Razor. Um, I, I will be giving this year, and, and I think it's uh, doubly important or triply, quadruply important uh, to participate this year. Uh, because if you don't watch the news or read the news or pay attention to the news, um, there is a massive uh, prejudicial uh, culture war against. Um, our LGBTQ community uh, specifically targeted at uh, at trans people and at trans children, uh, which you know is you know pretty despicable uh, targeting probably the most vulnerable people uh, in our culture um, who lead can be a very difficult life. And um, there's uh, an entire media complex out there uh, of people who want to make their lives even worse. And um, a lot of times, especially I mean, for me and, and for like a lot of people, uh, we feel pretty powerless, you know, uh, in the face of like all of this hate. Uh, you see um, the richest man in the world uh, liking and, and sharing, you know, anti-trans stuff on Twitter um, he has elevated people who will pay him. So if you go in the replies, you will see just an avalanche of, of tr anti-trans hate. Uh, it's really distressing. And, um, you know, I feel really powerless uh, in this onslaught. And uh, one thing that I do have the power to do is uh, participate in this, this Pride Razor event. And, um, you know, maybe maybe it makes you feel better. Maybe it doesn't. But it's the right thing to do, and I think it's also a way to kind of make a statement about your values and what we value as supporters groups and um, a record pride raiser maybe from the San Diego soccer community would really send a loud and clear message about where we stand on this um, issue that has been, you know, propelled into the forefront in our, our political landscape um, by bigots and um, a, a good way to, to push back on that. And just a little bit along that for myself, I've always done it and I've usually done $5 a year, but partly because of everything that you just talked about, Andrew, I will be upping mine to $10 is what I'm going to be putting in per goal. So again, you do not have to do that, but anything, a dollar, anything, whatever you can contribute would help out. So that is always one of our big events that we do to give back to our community. Um, we also have a couple other things coming up. We've talked about the coaching clinics with the Chicano Federation. Those begin June 5th. So contact Weston if you have uh, any interest in helping out with those coaching clinics. Again, those start on June 5th. We have three new things that just came up from the team that they're looking for extra volunteers. So we're putting it out to our membership to see if anybody is interested in helping out. One's with the Ronald McDonald House. They're looking for three more volunteers to cook and serve dinner and meal service for approximately 100 families, and that is going to be on Tuesday, June 6th. 
The time is 345 to 7. So again, that's Tuesday, June 6th. And if you're interested, contact Kyla at the uh, SD Oil for that. And then the uh, ASYMCA, that's the Armed Services YMCA, uh, they're looking for seven people to do food distribution. And that is going to be on Thursday, June 8th from 8.30 in the morning till 12.30. So if you're available on Thursday, June 8th. And then our last big one is the World's Oceans Day is coming up. There's going to be a beach cleanup where we're partnering with the Rob Machado Foundation. Oh, man, it's Manny's dad be... or yeah. no relation? <laughs> I, I, I want to be clear. When I say we, that's not we the locals. That's we the loyal are partnering up. And they're looking for uh, about 50 people to come clean up the beach at Seaside, which is down like South Cardiff State Beach there. And that is also going to be on Thursday, June 8th, but it's going to be a late afternoon, early evening beach cleanup. So 5.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. And again, contact Kyla at SD Loyal if you are interested in helping out with those. And then we have some other stuff coming up in July, but we'll uh, we'll hit those again a little bit. We've already talked about a couple of them, but we'll we'll hit those again as we get closer. All right. Speaking about so, getting closer, talk about games. Not getting closer. Uh, Saturday's <laughs> match is getting closer. Uh, where uh, your San Diego Loyal, um, the only outdoor men's soccer team currently playing, uh, will be in Oakland, uh, which is in the Bay Area of Northern California. Uh, a lot of transplants from Northern California who uh, currently live here. They uh, wanted to move to the better part of the state, but you know. Sometimes they get opportunities to go back home. This is one of them. Uh, but if you are not making the trek to Oakland, you can join the locals. Uh, we will be joining the club's watch party at Novo Brazil Brewing in Chula Vista. It's at the uh, Otay Ranch Town Center. It's basically a big mall. Uh, and uh, this is a huge space uh, at Novo, uh, similar to what we had at Elsmith, I think, uh, Elsmith was a big space, as is Novo. Um, too bad they don't serve Elsmith beer at, at Novo Brazil, but um, they do sell beer there. It does have alcohol in it, and um, you can buy it and drink it uh, should you choose to do that. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. And, and there's going to be some other drink specials besides beer because of our tequila sponsor. So there's going to be some some other types of drinks for those people who maybe like things like Jason, who's in our chat. I know right now is not a beer drinker, but would prefer some some hard alcoholic drinks instead of the beer. I, I've never been to Novo down there. I've actually been to the brewery, but I haven't been to that one in Otai Ranch. Have either of you it's been there? It's the same beer they have at the brewery, man. Let me tell you, it's the same beer. Well, just as far as a, the location and what the environment is like, have have you been to that one? Oh yeah, um, you know we had a watch party there in the first season. Um, I've been to several Chavos watch parties there. Um, there was, gosh, I remember we had a lot of fun there one time. I think it was Chavos and some other people. Uh, our first playoff game uh, in San Antonio. Uh, I think the club held a watch party at Stone in Liberty Station that was like 
somewhat of a disaster because the beer lines were like crazy long. They didn't have the staffing for that big of a watch party. Um, and we were down at Novo and it was, it was great. Like we had great service. Um, we had the, the game on the screen and uh, it was a lot of fun. And um, the result wasn't quite what we wanted, but uh, it was a great watch party experience. And every, every time I've gone to watch uh, loyal at Novo, um, it's it's a lot of fun, and I also can walk there, so I may be a little bit, a little <laughs> bit uh, preferential. I mean, I don't go there unless there's a watch party, to be honest. But hey, I'm going to stop talking about their beer. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is after party at Andrews. You know, uh, if we did that, it would be. I don't have a very big place. I'm just going to tell you that. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever and? seen the condos out here, but they're not, uh, they're not, they're not like, I mean, there's some big houses out here. Uh, I do not live in one of them. So I'm not really uh, designed for hosting. I'm not hearing no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'd rather you come and hang out here than drive uh, all the way home after having too much to drink. Uh, Especially their beer. See, I did it again. Okay. All right. So let, let me jump in here because you are close to Novo and our county is quite big. And for some people, especially in North County, getting all the way down to Otai Ranch is a bit of a drive. So we just like to remind people that Northern Pine is still, and this is just a picture from our last game, even some people out there. So Northern Pine is still a place that you can go to so if you are in far north county and you don't want to take depending on traffic what could be an hour drive coming all the way down to otai ranch and you want to head out to oceanside to watch at northern pine they will be showing the game so please how's the beer there maybe i'll option. maybe i'll go up there for this watch party. You're, you're gonna go all the way up there <laughs> <laughs> like I'm I'm sorry. I hate kicking on. I hate picking on Novo Brazil's beer, but my God, dude, it's uh, it's 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 bad. It's bad. It's bad. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm gonna say it. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm gonna say it. It's bad. It's not good. It's not good. Some of it is good sometimes, right? So you can go and order a beer, and it's it's good, right? And then the next time you go there, you order the same beer. I mean, it tastes different. Like, oh, this is this is the same beer I had last time. Yeah, you sure? Hmm. Okay, so I'm sorry. Um, I've I was a big supporter of theirs when they opened because they were the first brewery to open in this part of the the county. Other than uh, other than the uh, uh, the Bay Bridge Brewing, uh, which is no longer out here, but yeah, uh, it's been you know the tequila. I'm sure. Is, is is good a good a good alternative um jason <laughs> all right oh yeah and then because they've named their drink loyal rita's all night right this is one of their drink specials they're gonna have and i get i can walk so i can i can i don't do good with tequila like to be honest i barely i barely can handle beer like <laughs> 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 before, before we talk um, more about the game and what we might think, you know, how we do, since Oakland's always had our number, I would like to remind that the people, anybody who's thinking of going, 
Um, Andrew had mentioned it briefly, but in Discord, there is a thread that has been set up. There's a link in there for tickets if you're planning to go. So there's already, I want to say, maybe a dozen people looking like they're going and other people are going up there and bringing friends and family. So there's, there's if you want to make any last minute change of plans and head on up there for this three day weekend, uh, there will be other locals. They're already making plans and figuring out where they're going to pregame. I think they got invited uh, like, to the uh, the uh, supporter group up in Oakland. Invited them to their pregame. I saw that in in the Discord. Um, and they came down here last year, and they were super cool. Uh, hung yeah. out at at Coronado Brewing. Um, so they do have great fans. It's not it's not like uh, Arizona where we don't like their their fans. Like uh, Oakland Roots fans are are, are pretty cool and. Um, welcoming uh, to anybody going up there so that's always a very cool experience when you get to hang out with the sg from the other team and like especially if like things aren't weird like it's pretty fun and and if you're thinking about it never done it everybody who's done one of these away trips like this even though it's not super planned but just a few people going up there everybody has a blast so if you have the opportunity i encourage you to to get in a car you probably i don't know how well, you're going to be able to find tickets for airplane tickets that this close to the date. But um, hop in a car, make a road trip, head on up there and and support the oil and hang out with a bunch of cool people who are going to be at the game. Yeah, and Oakland, uh, you know, they're not playing on that uh, piece of carpet anymore that uh, they used to throw down on a concrete slab, uh, whatever that was. Uh, now they're playing at, a, at CSU East Bay. So yeah, I, uh, I want to know when they changed that from Cal State Hayward because that totally threw me off when it was CSU East Bay. Well, it's because I'm sure somebody in the chat knows, but so I always knew easy. that campus as Cal State Hayward. Oh, the the college changes name. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, they've been doing that. You know that uh, uh, Humboldt is now Cal Poly Humboldt. No longer. Uh, no longer Humboldt. I did not State. know that. Oh man, I'm blowing your mind now. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, uh, they're, you know, they were up there in Humboldt. They were obviously high and they were like, you know, what would be a cool name for this school, man? Polly. And, uh, yeah, it's another, uh, home polytechnic, whatever the heck Cal Poly Humboldt. Um, and I think they are going to be expanding their, whatever the technical research offerings to justify being a, a Cal Poly, um, also part of the CSU system, just a different name. Uh, so it's still part of the same, you know, Cal State college system, but just a, a different name. So, yeah, they do this. I think it partly it's it's marketing and branding for these schools. Not every school is as well attended or, or applied to as the next one. We can't all be San Diego State, you know, <laughs> which I believe so is the most applied to Cal State school. It has been recently, yeah. I did just make that up, but I'm, it's, I'm probably right. I feel, <laughs> so I feel pretty I, confident I, in just saying that because it's probably true. So what I want to know, though, is are we going to beat Oakland finally since this is a team that seems to have had our number for the last few years? I'm going to say yes, uh, only because there's not a good media. Well, there's well, and uh, one we're fan media, and I'm never picking the loyal <laughs> to lose, right? It's just a matter of how many goals we win by. So, but also, like, there's no really good reason that they've had our number. Like, it seems like it's just like dumb luck or, or bad luck or or just uh, there's nothing that just screams like 
we can't figure them out or they have our number. I don't know. Maybe the results say that, but the eye test, they don't look, they don't look to be dominating uh, during these games. So I feel like it's just a, you know, dumb luck. Right. So I think we're due, we're overdue um, coming off of a road win. I think we're, we're, we're in line for, for three more points. Kevin, what do you think? Um, I haven't really looked into Oakland this season. I was just looking at the standings. They're sitting in seventh, which I, I hate to think about Oakland in seventh, given last year. Um, and USL standings don't mean anything, dude. Like, Oh, especially this early. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just having flashbacks, that's all. I mean, what um, was RGV? They, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it seems like Loyal just can't catch a break most of the time when they play Oakland. Um, it, something's got to turn. Uh, but the team needs to find its discipline against them, and that's been a big problem over the years. Well, what they're going to do is all of my complaining and chirping is going to have its impact, and Nate Miller is going to look over at the bench, and he's going to see the the young the young – uh, stud ready to to step on the pitch and and deliver the game winner. He's going to call Xavi's number, and we're going to see more minutes from Xavi in this game, uh, leading to a, a positive result. I'm just willing it into existence. You know, <laughs> Charlie Adams is hurt. You know, uh, you know, he's not coming. Right, Charlie Adams is not coming. We 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 need answers. We need uh, to get over that line, and I think that you know. Play the kids. That's all I'll say. Well, I imagine Dylan and Max probably have uh, a lot to say about this game coming up on Bub's Breakdown. I'm pretty sure they did their recording tonight, so hopefully we'll have that episode out They on also Wednesday. know what they're talking about, which I don't. And they know so. what they're talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> big, big bonus for, for uh, watching their pod uh, or listening to their pod. Um, they know what they're talking about. And I'm just, I'm just somebody that, you know, randomly throws out player names and say, you know, this person is the answer. I don't know. All right. Well, speaking of someone who knows what he's talking about, we should probably give Kevin a little bit of the floor to talk about the supporter gaming league since we got a new season getting ready to start. I was going to say, I was confused by the idea of me knowing what I'm talking about, but this one I got, <laughs> this one I got. Uh, so yes, Porter's Gaming League is starting a new season next week. In fact, tonight at midnight Pacific is the uh, registration deadline. I still need to do that for us. Uh, we are looking to add one or two players just to make sure we've always got people available to play each week. Um, if people are interested, you can find me on the Discord at... SKJ, just uh, hit me up there. In fact, I just saw I've got a message request from someone. I need to answer when we get done. Um, and then uh, otherwise, you can find me on Twitter as well. The uh, the locals uh, Twitter did retweet me earlier, uh, I think last week, about the same thing. So yeah, it's uh, we play once a week. Um, most of the other sports groups are MLS groups. Uh, there are a couple of, uh, there's at least one or two other USL uh, groups. I know uh, Pittsburgh has a very good team. In fact, um, you know we're mostly there to have some fun, play against some other supporters groups. Uh, we finished second in our division last season. We're hoping we can repeat some success uh, this year. Uh, people didn't know what to expect from us last season, and we uh, we surprised some people. So uh, hopefully, we take some momentum and uh, 
get our name in people's mouths in a good way. But let me ask you some stuff about about this. Um, so is this and uh, this is a multi-platform, right? PC, Xbox, PlayStation, yep, fully cross-platform. Right? It's fully cross-platform. Uh, when do you play these games? Like, is this during the week? Is this at night? Is this during the day? When when are the games? So we have to schedule our own games, which kind of sucks in this league. Uh, the rhythm we got into last season is most of the time we played on Tuesday nights. And most times the league actually streamed it. Uh, so we could put that out there and some of y'all actually watched us, which is crazy. Um, so yeah, we'll often, uh, we'll be online, uh, in one way or another that people can actually watch us play. Uh, but each week we have to coordinate with the other team where we're going to And play. how long are these, uh, sessions, these gaming sessions? How many games do you play? How, how does it work? Uh, during regular season, we play best of fives. So you could be done in like half an hour. Yeah. Usually takes... Yeah, anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes. Uh, you know, we want to play a little bit, uh, practice or whatnot, play with each other a little bit uh, outside of games. Uh, I keep saying, and this is where I bother Dylan and uh, and Jerry about uh, board games, so I would bother myself about wanting to get together just a general locals, hey, let's play some video games together kind of thing. Um, but... Uh, yeah, it, it's really not a huge time commitment. Uh, actual games, less than an hour. You know, Maybe we play a little bit some other time during the week, but uh, not a big commitment. You don't have to be an ultra-great player. None of us are uh, in the grand scheme of things. Uh, if you're willing to learn and have some fun and represent the locals, hit me up. Do you get, like, uh, locals-colored cars? Do you get to, like, do you have stuff, for, swag for the cars to... to... Well, the awesome thing is last year, if you remember, uh, we had the Rocket League sponsorship and they actually put loyal decals for the cars in the game. So we actually get to play with loyal stuff. Oh, that's awesome. And nobody else has that, right? Like Nobody else. I oh, think I uh, they finally, you. like AC Milan got some stuff a couple months ago. But the, the, I mean, the they're other, just following in San Diego's footsteps. The other SGs give you all shit about it? Now they're jealous as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and and I think um, Kevin undersold the second place a little bit. They made it to the championship game. It was best of five, and it went to five games. Is is why they were in second there. Actually, so. it was best of seven, and it went all seven. Oh, best of seven. And right? Six went of the games seven. were one goal games. Like it was a great, yeah. great series against a team that hadn't really lost all season. Uh, and unfortunately, they got us in game seven, but uh, it was an amazing se- series that everybody from the league is like, wow, that is one of the best series we've seen in this league. That's awesome. Yeah, that so sounds if you're like interested, a lot of fun. Yeah, hit, hit Kevin up if you're interested in, in helping out with the team. All right. Um, moving on. Uh, John, you mentioned uh, we have some other. Uh, Bum TV offerings in the works. What's the what's the schedule looks look like through the weeks for the other uh, pods? Well, as I mentioned um, earlier, and I haven't, I didn't notice if Dylan he was in the chat if he said anything, but I think they were supposed to be recording tonight. So I would then expect that the Bums breakdown will probably be out tomorrow. Uh, but I haven't touched base with anybody on that. But usually Wednesday or Thursday is when it comes out, depending how long it takes them to edit takes max the to edit the last pieces there um we are trying to get our kicking it with the locals 
going again. We got a series of interviews going and we just keep running into a few logistical hurdles. So I'm gonna make a plea. We could really use some help if someone is interested in just being a scheduler, just to help free up my time a little bit to help us out contacting people and scheduling to get our interview set up. That would really help us get back on track. So if there's anybody out there who's interested in helping out and you don't want to be a host or you don't want to be on camera, but you're willing to help out in another way, we could really use someone uh, to help do some scheduling so we could get these interviews that we have loosely planned to actually get dates and times firmed up and we can get these episodes going and get them back out. So uh, last two weeks, we've tried to get a kick in it with the locals going and it just, we're, our, our timing's off. And and part of that is my fault because I, I've got my hands in too many different places right now. So uh, if anybody's interested in helping out with that to help get that show going, I would I would greatly appreciate that. And then uh, that's really it for this week since we don't have a home match, um, unless, I don't know, Dylan and Max want to do a surprise locals last call after a watch party or something, but I don't, I don't want to I don't want to put that out there to, to force them to do that. But um, bums break down, and then we'll be back again next week for our Oil Locals podcast and our lounge, and hopefully a Kicking It With The Locals episode. Great. So um, we're about done here. Uh, we are going to be on the lounge after show at, at 9. Um, I don't know what topic uh, we would be talking about, but um, I hope y'all, if you're, if you're here now, that you're going to join us. Uh, if you're listening to this uh, on your podcast feed, that you listen to the uh, other show as well. Um, I do want to say, just because we do have a little bit of time, um, I kind of want to extend, uh, you know, I I said last week on the show, you know, how important it was for people to turn up at, at Ale Smith for this watch party. And uh, I just want to give a, a shout out and a huge thank you to every single person who who rolled through uh, to that watch party at Ale Smith. Uh, let me tell you, I was not in a very good mood last week. Um, I, I, I really wasn't, and um, I'm, I'm still not, but I really wasn't <laughs> last week. Um, and looking around at, at, at all of these folks um, with their loyal gear and their scarves, um, supporting this club when when they're out of town uh, across the country, playing a team that nobody cares about. We certainly don't care about them. Uh, their fans don't care about them. Uh, you know, it was just so I can't even put it into words, like how great it felt to be surrounded by that many people for an, an away match. Uh, we've had watch parties. We've had pretty big watch parties too. Uh, some of the ones at stone got pretty big. Um, I don't know if anyone, any of them were bigger than this one though. Um, and, and seeing everybody there, uh, it, it felt like we were at a, a loyal match. Uh, almost it was, great to see and so everybody that showed up you know thank you so much for doing that because um seeing all that support was was definitely needed i, I needed that all right that was i that that i'm not gonna give it away now but i'm gonna extend that a little bit in the lounge what you just said all right. So, Kevin, um, before we are done here, um, can you just say uh, where people can find you if they want to follow you on socials, if they want to play Rocket League, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on the Locals Discord as KJ, or you can find me on Twitter as Doughboy767. 
All right. And John, where can people find you if they want to uh, be your scheduler? Uh, best place to find me on Discord at John Cross. All right. And I'm Andrew Dyer. I'm on Twitter at Andrew P. Dyer. Uh, still looking for that Blue Sky invite. I am going to keep asking for it until it comes through. Um, that's it. Uh, we'll be back next week. Thank you so much, everyone.